There you are. And welcome back to the Cannons Podcast Show, brought to you by WCANradio.com. And we thank you for hanging out again on this podcast episode. And with me in the studio of WCAN Radio is... I'm Samuel Hampton II, and I'm glad to be with you on tonight, as always, for good information to learn from and also information to share. And we also have who? I'm Eric J. Meadows. What's the J stand for? <laughs> Joseph. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, yeah. All these years, I never knew that. Yeah. I didn't know that. You know, for, he dropped that J. I was like, J. J? I didn't know that. I, <laughs> it's, it's I didn't know that. Most, as long as I've known him, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, know that. While I was in the military, I was known as E. Joseph Meadows. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so have you ever thought about doing E.J. Meadows? No, I didn't like the E.J. combination. Okay. It's either Eric J. or E. Joseph. Hmm. That's interesting. It's distinct. Well, anyways, it is. For our audience, I want you to do something. Samuel Hampton II is going to love this. Let's lean on in to the speaker. Just lean on in and and soak up everything what we're going to talk about. Now, last week, we was talking about all of the systematic racism in reference to three auxiliaries. We talked about the police department, and we talked about, I think, a little bit of our medical center, right? Yes. And we got into a little bit of the government political thing, okay? Mm -hmm. But on today's uh, episode, we will talk or focus mainly on governmental housing. Is there discriminatory practices in our housing uh, situation of today. You know, there is a backstory on that, and it takes place back in 1929 when the Great Depression hit. And by 1932, President Roosevelt had been elected president, who actually served four terms in the presidency. Um, But during that time, he brought about a number of different programs, one in particular, FHA, Federal Housing Administration. Uh, We're going to talk about that simply because at the time of its creation, it was not meant to serve all Americans. And what year was this? this was 1932. And it was a... Mem- 1934, I'm sorry. Okay, so it so, came after the Great Depression, right? Yes. yes. So, and so it, 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 it's at the start of it, you saying it wasn't even meant to serve all the people, even though Roosevelt was the president of the United States of America, which meant everybody in there before was supposed you, to be well, receiving Well, before you answer that, then that shows you how inconsistent 1776 is, that constitution. That's right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Incons- it doesn't apply uh, to everybody. Uh, 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 well, uh, and that's why people get so Celebrate Juneteenth, mm-hmm. Juneteenth, and right. the African American community because they always say, "Well, 1776, we weren't free." But I was saying that for the longest. Yes, sir. You know that's why I don't celebrate the Fourth of July because when the Fourth of July came around, if you go back in time, people, we still had the chain and ball on our ankles that's and right. singing, "Go tell them what on the mountain, on the mountain." Mm-hmm. See that? <laughs> so <laughs> trying so to work through picking a cotton. There you go. So it really doesn't apply. But go right ahead. Well, you know, during this time, the backstory on this is that. During this time, the Great Depression hit. It was bad. It was really bad. Industry was failing. America at that particular time had risen up to be a really great nation. And all of a sudden, economically, things went haywire. Mm -hmm. People were killing themselves and and doing things. By 1932, when President Roosevelt, FDR, got elected, his main phrase was the constituency, the constituency. And what did he mean by that? What he meant was everybody who is an Anglo-white American, they were his base. Because at that time, very few blacks were voting. True. Very few minorities were voting. True. Women were, were, uh, were, black women were not allowed to vote. And when he came about, we were already depressed. So the Great Depression hit us. We, we knew already how to deal with not having much of anything. And I believe 
believe, as you started to say that, uh, that's where the start of the whole idea of constituency, can say it one more time? Constituency. Constituency became a big deal because you hear that even today. People say, well, we got to deal with our base or who, who we represent. You hear them terms come out. And I'm glad you used that term, big deal, because what he brought about was the New Deal. Mm. And his New Deal in particular, the FHA, Federal Housing Administration, we know it today as being uh, an organization that's there for everybody. But back then, it was not meant for minorities, you black know, Americans. All I want you to do, I want you to do a systematic check on that and see is there, statistically speaking, an imbalance right now, even to this time period. Yes, there is. See that with there, them, there, with there, the agency. There is, you know, the, the, the agency. The, the symptoms of, of systematic racism actually extends to the point where uh, you we've heard the term uh, last hired, first fired. Mm-hmm. Well, when FHA came about, it was about putting white Americans in housing who had lost across the country. We, we think that when the recession hit up here during our time, then people were losing their homes. It was bad. No, it was bad then. People were losing their farms. They're losing their homes. Okay, they so it was man. set up for who? It was set up for white America. Okay. The constituency. Which, so when you which, hear me say which that. Which then ties into the whole big idea of the American dream. So the American dream really was not for the minority. Not at all. The American dream was for white people. Yes. Yes. It, it was never meant no. for us. Let, let me let me break in there. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing is statistical proof about uh, discriminatory practices long before we were even born birth. And so— uh, the Canon podcast show, WCANRadio.com, and all of the other platforms that we will be on, uh, we're not saying here that we are discriminatory or we have racism. We're just giving you factual information just in reference to a subject content. So, no, I'm not racist at all. I have nothing against anyone, all right? So I want to I clear that. I want to clear the air. That's a good clear clarification. And I'm not going to throw this out here for today's discussion, but what some people would dare to say that if you are a minority, you really can't be racist. I, I believe you can that. only be prejudiced because racists have in order to have be a racist, you have to also be the the ruling majority to be able to be racist. So and that's the, that's some of the conversation we have to deploy time. imbalances. Yes, because mm-hmm. you have to be able B. to deploy imbalances. Yep. Yep. You're right. Because right. you have to be okay. able to implement something mm-hmm. of powers from a power source to have the imbalances. But but, let, but let's get back to this. You know, when they got the FHA together, now this was during 1934. The year later, welfare came on board. Everybody knows about welfare. And during that time, you know, they had the subsidies where they were sending out uh, food items to people and they were... Blacks? No, just whites. No, just whites. Okay, just whites. You didn't say that. You said that welfare. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get there. You know, during that time, (laughs) yeah, we've got we've got Roosevelt in office, who's (laughs) reported as being this great president. He came up with a lot of dynamic programs, FHA, welfare, and it was for the constituency, for whites only. Yes, housing, the Fair Housing Act during uh, 1935, he brought about that was for whites only. Remember the massive amount of people that were unemployed. It reached as much as 22% when he got into but doing not, this. And that 22%, that's really dealing with white people. Just too. white people. That's not even looking at the minority no, structure. No, That's yeah. why the imbalance just shows up even today, where when you look at the, the uh, urban communities, the white, uh, not whites, but blacks who are living inner city, the unemployment rate is so much higher than the national average. Okay, let's, so, let's retro back. We, we, okay, we got the housing. Now, it was developed for 
for whites. For whites, because Welfare of the depression. Yes. Yes. Welfare too. Yes. And, okay, and, so. and what we call projects, they were actually called projects back then. Right. But they were for whites only. Okay. You know what? And I'm going to say this to uh, to our urban listeners out there. See, this is information you, information you probably knew nothing about. Yes. These are statistical proof of how the country is ran and how it was founded. Mm-hmm. So, as I said again, not to be repetitious, but 1776 did not apply to everyone. Yeah. Okay? I mean, yeah. It's, it's, there's so many things when we start to talk about we the people. And, right, right. And, and, you know, the home of the free, the land of the home of free, land of the brave. Land of if, the you're free. Right. if you're if white. If you're white. When that stuff was all set up, that's why there's always these challenges to minorities. And some people would say, well, we, you know, and I know we're not dealing with this per se, but some people would say, well, all lives matter. Well, yeah, we would say that. However, we've seen in the histor- history of the United States of America, all lives have not mattered. Right. That's right. That's and, right. And, and proje- uh, uh, implementation of plans and ideas were not for all people. You know, when George Floyd was killed, everybody rose up, both industry as well as the, the civilian population. And industry touted and said all these things that they were going to do for the black community. And it's gone away. They did not mean well, that. Well, well, you know, hang on. Hang on. But, but, but where we well, get, no, I want to say, right I, I, I say something. It doesn't surprise me. At least they are consistent because yes. right after 9-11, boy, the global network seemed like it pulled together, <laughs> particularly in the United States. Then look over a period of time, they started pointing fingers at Homeland Security. Yeah. See that? CIA. And now, and look, CIA. Now look where we at. Yep. It only lasts for just a little while. Just a little while. Just yeah. a little while. And that, that just whole, enough that to, whole to thing, get like, we'll never up. forget. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all That's about gone, it. Isn't it? utilizing moments to build industry. But how long do you build? hear that? You don't hear that oh, now. No, you no, never forget. No. They have forgotten. Oh, yeah. Not only that, it used to be America strong, right? right? In the sense of, hey, these, these people are coming against us. Let's come together and be united against them. Well, how and long not, did that not, last? Mm-hmm. Not, it's all short-lived. It's trendish. Okay. Let's get back. Let's get, yes. See, we got so many topics. Let's spend the one-on-one, stuff, the one-on-one Canon podcast show will cover every topic that is parallelically aligned with our living, uh, where we are, our existence. Mm-hmm. See, we can't overlook these topics, can we? No, no, sir. They must come out and be talked about. It has to be. You okay, know, so when you look at the FHA, what it came about to do was to put uh, whites back to work in building America, homes all across America. It did not employ matar- minorities. It did not employ blacks. It did not employ uh, uh, Jewish people or Italian, Puerto Ricans. It did not employ them. And it was there just to house whites, to make loans available for them to buy into the suburbs or wherever they wanted to buy it. And see, along with that came the uh, 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 the resettlement administration. And that was, and the, that is? That was the, the farmers that were out there. They were trying to get them back onto their large farms before it became an industrialized thing. But it was not for the black farmers. Today, so did the black farmers after the Great Depression in 1933, uh, were they just on a small percentage? Were they incorporated anywhere? Not at all. Not at wow. all. Not not at all. In fact, a lot of them were, if I can put it this way, bamboozled out of their property. A large migration took off going north. And still, they, they ran into problems with the FHA. Couldn't get housing. Couldn't get loans. It incorporated not only the stock market, but also the banks. Legalized systematic racism that was perpetuated in every area 
of American so, life. What we're saying here then, and I stand to be corrected, the project uh, was named for the white. Yes. And, yes. They, and then— And it was a nice name, the project. project. Now look at it now. Right. right. It wasn't a negative name. It's a negative mm-hmm. name now. It's a negative thing now. Right. But, 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 you know, something, and it could have served a good purpose, but when blacks moved into those projects after the whites had vacated, what they did, they removed services. Here's your systematic racism. Garbage collection. Right. So, water. Let's back up for a second. Whites moved out. Why? How, how did whites get to move out of it? Well, because they were subsidized by the United States, so, and so, they were able to— to access the loans and move into the suburbs so the services, and get industry. The mm-hmm. services help them be elevated to live in better lives yes. and to populate cities. And then now the blacks move in to the projects and the removal of services. Then services and industry limits and what they can exactly. do and be. Exactly. And it's and it's systematically done. So whether they were on the farm, a, a dirt farm, and having to plow with a mule and everything, or whether they were living in the city, they were still at the same low-grade level. They always kept them in a position of catching up. Man, now, now, now this could open up so many, again, so many topics of conversation when we started talking about why that also was done when you think about how they— made the how they set up the idea of African Americans or minorities being less intelligent right you remember how that hmm. all came about well, they, did a, they, they did a medical study on right, that and said that which but, was wrong, yeah, which was wrong. wrong. So that's yeah. how they came up with the they yeah. started to look at the skin tone and be from the skin tone the head shape of the head the lips that is why the medical profession you had the Tuskegee Institute and were able to infect hundreds of people and not care not care and and why, Despite their this, this is why I tell people when they go to the doctor, you don't let the the statistics that they use to determine if you're obese. Don't don't get caught on that because they use short white men right. to yes. determine the statistics that mm-hmm. then they now judge black people by, and then they say, well, you're 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 fat, you're you're uh, you're overweight because you don't match match the standards, or you're unhealthy. Well. The statistics that you use don't even make match to me. It's mm-hmm. not equate, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, so to be utilized. So, but again, it's all these things systematically done. Right now, we're talking about a seventy to ninety year period where blacks have been systematically kept down. Purposely, by the government. There is no way to address that. And when I I heard the discussion, it was on NPR, and they were talking about that a lot of the politicians, even today, they don't want to readdress that. You know, it's done and it's gone with, it's over with. Let's move on. Please don't bring that up. That's what they say, stuff like reparations. Yes. So -hmm. so when reparations come up for African Americans, people are like, oh, well, that's not necessary to do it. But however, you've done it for the American Indian, you've done it for the American. American Jew. You've done it for all these other even, groups. Even the Japanese. The Japanese, Japanese. That's right. The Chinese. That's right. You've done it for Chinese. Right. 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 You've done it for all these other groups. But when it comes to the African American, you do not want to restore them or put in place. So even when you get stuff like uh, affirmative action, people feel like it's unfair. However, all we're saying is you need to give us a level playing field. Yes. Yes. It's, that's all I'm saying. You know, I can say this. Though, standards. Hey, I can say this. We do have a. a it's not a, a level playing field. 
but we do have a playing field now. Yeah, we got it. We have a playing field right now. So we need to take advantage of that. It's definitely getting it has has gotten better. It's not level, but, but it's much, much, right, much better. At least you, at least they have restraints. Can, they just can't do what they want to do. Right, they can't do what they want to do. It's, do it's done a different way. Right. But if you're able to outfox the fox, fox. you can you can get mm-hmm. ahead. Well, you know the re- resettlement administration dealing with putting people back on the farms. Uh, even today, you got 90 years later, and you still have black farmers who have managed to hang on or to buy land despite that uh, throughout the South that are saying, "What about us?" Mm-hmm. The laws that are on the books today are still limiting them to what they yet, can get. But yet, Eric, they are somehow maintaining the statute. Yes. They, this, it's yes. still working for you, them. You know, there's a large community because, in the South, farming community right? in the South, that have banded together. And, and you know, I've got to take my hat off to them, uh, uh, black and minority farmers who have said, we're going to make this work. Yeah, and we're going to hire the, law- the lawyers that it takes so that we can get the access to same loans. And see, being poor and being uh, poor and black in America means that you're going to pay the highest cost possible just to get your rights. True. But at least you have them. Then you can... Then you got to fight for them. You got to fight for them. Then you go forward from there. Because, yeah. okay. because you, you don't have them if you don't fight for them. Because if you don't fight for them, what actually you should utilize, uh, as I say, always say, if you want to hide it from black people or minorities, you put it in a book. And if you don't know it, then you won't utilize it. So therefore, even though it's there, it really you really this don't have it. why we need conversation like this for people yes. that can yes. hear it. Now, uh, now we, we look at that 1931, 19, oh, no, 1934. Five. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So now you said that the uh, the whites moved into what we call now the project, yes. and um, the project has been demoted years ago to the ghetto. Yes. Okay. And now they just got to upgrade back to the project because mm-hmm. if you say ghetto, you had dated yourself in verbology. Okay. Yes. You can't use those words no more. So now we back into projects. So they move out of the projects. The blacks move into the projects. Okay. And then as you two was just discuss discussing a lot of the subsidized things that goes along with the project has been taken away. Taken away. Gone. And Gone. they moved into the urban. Yes. Okay. Now, if you, if I may say this, I stand corrected. We're playing with words. It's semantic syntax now. Now, urban is no longer whites. It's mostly blacks now. You say urban. Yes, it is. Right. It is. Right. Isn't, you, that, isn't yeah, that amazing? And then if you want to talk about whites, you say suburbs. Suburbs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I see and, things and, like and, this. And, and, and it amazes me how in the suburbs, there were large plots of land, even before they built the houses, they had already had it in place amongst the housing administration. No minorities, no blacks move in here. You can buy the home, you know, and they can come out and even look at it, but you can't move it because it it was built into the law. It was built into the law. Okay, so can you give us some statistics on when that was built into the law, legislation? Uh, That was during the uh, 1935. Okay, 1935. When when the Fair Housing Act came, I'm sorry, 1934 when the Fair Housing Act came about. So the Fair Housing Act created that legislation, right? Yes. Well, actually, it was a legislation. It was one. It was written down when, let's say, uh, if John Doe decided to buy a uh, white John Doe decided to buy into this area, um, let's say um, Umpty Squat Farms, and he's going to build a home. It was written into his contract because they partnered with the realty companies at that time. No blacks oh, live in here. And so now, it was in there and they allowed it. They knew it was there. Okay, now this, uh, it takes us to the next tier here. They knew it was there. Yes. Okay, and they weren't supposed to enforce it, right? Mm, they did enforce yeah, it. Well, no, no, no. Oh, I'm okay. saying they weren't supposed to, but oh, they as, did. As far like, as it being a law. Yeah, yeah. being a law. So you can't go against the law, but they did. Mm-hmm. 
Now, how did they cover that up and how did they get away with it? Well, a lot of it became uh, uh, dealing with the constituency. Again, you had both sellers and buyers that were in agreement with what was written there in the contract. So if I was a buyer, I was told, okay, you know, like you can't have any black people or Jews or Puerto Ricans or Italians but living. Was it a, a national legislation? Yes, it was national. Okay, okay. It was so, national. Okay, so they had backing through the the through the national level. Yes, on a national level. On a federal level. Uh, 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 all the way across the country. Okay. Yeah, you know. You, uh, okay, but, but, it was, but, Eric, but yet, I'm going to regress this back just one more time, but yet the Declaration of Independence was written long before this. True. All men what, created, created equal. equal before God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They didn't pay no attention to that, did they? But but when it was created, all men weren't equal. Yeah, but so so remember, remember when that was created, African Americans, minorities weren't a part of the all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're saying you're, how you're worthless with, it oh, is, though. Oh, it's yeah. worthless. Oh, yeah. then. You're going with the premise that that men, a black man, were considered as men, they and, were, and they, they, were they were not. not. No, they, they were, were not. not. No. I mean, not even you think about it. Women weren't even because even even white women had some challenges at that time, even though they were better than minorities. Yeah, it was much better. Still, they were still okay. not the. They, they still had some setbacks for them. But you know, even during the suffrage movement, yes. a lot of blacks who had participated in voting rights for women were still not allowed to not vote. Allowed after to women vote. got it, or, okay, so. or they put in some crazy sting, stringent rules that made it hard for them. Like you had to be able to recite the Bill of Rights, or you had to be able to recite. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. And if you didn't know it, you didn't. You couldn't. You couldn't vote. Oh, is that right? You know, in yeah. Alabama, they wow. had this one thing where a bunch of toothpicks were dropped into a gallon jar and you had to count how many were were in there without being able to unscrew right. it and sit out and go. That's just, oh, that's what they do in Atlanta but, now. But right, that's, but that's, oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're not, we're <laughs> we're not, not talking about that. We're not going to get that's into that. That's what they in Atlanta right now, okay, but, but that's and a trying to do it in other states. Right. It's not just Atlanta, not yeah. just Georgia, but they try to do it I mean, in other states. So what I'm, what I'm about to say, you, you gentlemen don't have to agree with this and those who are listening. Uh, I don't see no quick fix in the future. No, there isn't. <laughs> but the only way it can happen, it could, if those who are part of this, okay, minorities, really, I mean, really, which it won't happen, come together. <laughs> you said it won't happen. It won't happen. Come together, okay, and put all their forces together. You could implement change. I don't care if it's just a little pinch. A pinch hurt, doesn't it? Well, yes, you it does. But you a need, pinch hurt. You need individuals who are willing to fight the system. And as I've spoken about, when a lot of times you deal with this, the, mind, the, the Democratic Party, does not fight the system for minorities the way they try to seem like when they're doing their oh, they speeches. They put up a good, uh, good illusion now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. When they're it's doing their speeches, it sounds good. Because yeah. I could challenge, on a, and but you need individuals who, even though they may be Democratic or even Republican, they're really like, I'm out for the good of the people and not just the good of my party. Now, this is, I, want, I want to get into this just a little bit because time's running out. Now we have this, this housing authorization or housing uh, department Right? Yes, federal housing. Fel- the federal housing department. How does the police department fit in with them in reference to federal housing, minorities, projects, blacks moving out, whites moving out, blacks moving in, losing all types of, uh, should we say, uh, benefits? How does how do they fit in? Okay, back before uh, the Great Depression, 1929, uh, when you had whites on farms and whites in in in. Uh, uh, little townships and everything. They had a private police department, a private fire department. And what they did, they if you were paying insurance into whatever they had there, you had rights to those services. But not 
blacks, though, right? No blacks were, were involved. Okay, in now, before you go further, was this scattered all over the United States? All over the United Private States. police departments and fire yes. departments? Okay. Yes. I'll continue. Let me hear some more. Okay. Uh, the police department, as towns grew, they became municipalities. What happened then is that the police department was incorporated, along with the fire department, into the municipality. So then you had elected heads and all. Again, blacks were not there to, to vote it in or anything. When the police department, uh, uh, blacks started did moving into those areas or even exploring or the idea of moving into those areas, they were thwarted by the police department and the fire department. Homes, homes, people who had moved into homes just to get the money from the blacks would let them move in and then turn around and burn the house down and would not provide the service for them to put the fire out. Wow. The police department was, has been continuously harassing blacks moving into uh, these municipalities. Even in that time period, 1935, during, moving During forward. that time. Okay. If you were just working in that area, guess what? Your maid had a hard time catching the bus getting home. True. I mean, it, true. it was all about, it, it assisted segregation. Yes. And even like, there's so many different things that you could talk about, but it, it really assisted the whole concept of delineation between where minorities live, where uh, blacks live, to even it would impact if they would give insurance to people who wanted to build, because if you wanted to build and you were going to build or better black communities, they didn't want to insure you because they, did, they didn't want the black communities to have that insurance. They only wanted to be in their white communities. Wow. That's right. That's right. You know, one of the things that we see today when there's riots, even from the early 60s, uh, people were burning down their communities because they couldn't get out of there to burn down the white communities. Um, what are we going to do? You say that one because we're gonna, I'm going to have you do a, a study on Black Wall Street. Okay. Okay. And then let's talk about the beginning and the end and how that ties into what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I want you to start researching that. All right, the I people sure are listening. Artists need to hear this. Now listen, the one-on-one podcast show is it's just not going to be about subjects like this, but we're also going to talk about sports with you coming at uh, Hampton. Okay. We're going to talk about a lot of fest. Yes, okay. Yes. yes. You know, so I have some friends, too, that works at a higher level at NASA. We might come in and talk about some some exploration, too. So we, so it's just not a lopsided program. We're going to talk about every issue. Uh, this is our second episode when it comes to systematic racism in the United States. And uh, this is something you have to hear. You have to know how it, you know, I always say this. You have to go back to the scene of the crime, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. And then you work forward. Everybody goes back to the scene of the crime and works forward and get all your evidence, okay? So now as we progress uh, through this, this, this period that we're in, nation against nation, People are just hating one another. Uh, is there any, you know, real quickly, is there any bright spots? You give me the, the final remark on that. <laughs> is, are there any bright spots? Yeah, any, any light at the end of the tunnel here? Well, I think, I think real quick, you're starting to see some people come together, as we've seen, you know, and I think it's starting to slowly cause change. You know, you look at like the NBA, NFL, you're starting to see some things come together. We can look at some of the industries. You see diversity programs, inclusion programs being started in corporate America. So slowly you're starting to see some things. Maybe we can get, um, I have my, um, my deep Probably get a hold of Cal uh, Colt. What's his name? Forty Nine er, the quarterback. Oh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Oh, yeah, Colt oh, and Kaepernick. He can do a phone call with us in one day in the near future when he talks about this discriminatory practices in sports. Close out real quickly, uh, Eric. Please, real quickly. Okay, you know, I just want to say that uh, getting this information out has been really great. You know, more people need to know about your history. Since we're going to talk about it, let's talk about American history, not black, not white, but American history, and see what the truth really is. Oh, okay, well, that's it for this program again. The old clock on the wall said, that's all. If you have any questions or comments, please email me at, uh, I always get that messed up, canonpodcast.yahoo.com. Again, canon 
podcast at yahoo.com. We'd be more than happy to answer your questions and even present them on the next program. Well, that's it. Always remember, for those who look in the past, they are certain to miss the future. Take care of yourselves and one another.